We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap presents Football, the show. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Goodness, the Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. I need you to come on a, on a quick metaphorical journey with me, if you don't mind. I'm, a, I'm all about those. Imagine, imagine. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's which. Okay, I see what you mean. You you work at a hospital, sure. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do your job very well. In the sp- let's say in the springtime, you're doing your job very well. Sure, 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 sure. You're getting extra certifications. You're continuing education. You're completing extra projects yeah. around the hospital, you know, building wheelchairs, yeah, that sort of exactly, thing. Exactly, yeah. Going above and beyond, exceeding expectations, right? Yeah, yes. And then you get, you get a little, you get a little uh, kickback. You know, you, your boss gives you a little sure. bit of a raise, sure. right? And then in the fall, you decide to cut your own hands off. Now, you heal. You do heal, but you got nubs now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you're not able to do any part of your job. Sure. So they fire you. Okay. That's what happened to Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> he did so well for a season, and then he sold... Well, I don't want to say that. He traded DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. I, when I say so well, I mean no one thought he that they were going to... He did his gonna, job... Too par, I would argue, with the did, talent around. Did anyone available. think that they were going to be up twenty four points on the Chiefs in the in the? You're not wrong. Playoffs? No, you're not wrong. He exceeded those expectations right, right there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then he cut his hands off. Yeah. And by that, I mean he traded DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yes, and in other bad and, other bad trades he had made before yes. this, they starting next season. Yes. They have no first and second round picks, or they don't have any first round picks. I think their second, their first second round is taken by another team. Your left hand was DeAndre Hopkins. Your right hand was the trade, the the draft right. picks. Right now he's gone. Now we now he's nubless on the corner. There's no more Bill O'Brien. We're we're without God Godspeed, Bill O'Brien. Nah, you're not long for this NFL world. Nope. <laughs> Speaking of NFL world, this is the NFL show with Brian and Brendan from Debates on Tap. Hi, welcome. Man, what a crazy week for a football. Less injuries. Less injuries. More COVID. Um, kind of worried, yeah, that the Chiefs-Patriots uh, game wasn't going to happen until kind of the day of. But hey, there we go. Everything's okay. You don't remember this, but I don't know if it was on air or not. 
Mm-hmm. It might have been in the seven hours sure, of our sure. of our preseason coverage. Right. But it could have been off air, but you predicted almost exactly that we would get about three to four weeks in. Yeah. And then start having hiccups with, with COVID-19. And that That's is right. exactly what happened. Now, it hasn't shut down. That was one of your fears is that it would end up getting yeah, shut would down. Yeah, just do whatever. Because NFL doesn't... I mean, as they have shown the past two weeks, they're, they're, they're kind of just flying by the seat of their pants. And yep. they're just willing to, oh, we'll just screw over the other team, who like the Steelers, who were fine, and just postpone the game, give them both a bye week, and just kind of rearrange the schedule as, as little as possible. Yeah. Because like we talked about, you know, there's there's all kinds of other things you have to factor in other than just this game is happening at, at this place and this time. Um, and it was a possibility, maybe. Who knows? Luckily, uh, with the Chiefs and Patriots, like we talked about, that luckily nothing, everything was okay there. So other than Cam have to, Cam Newton was out, um, but I, I still think that the the game would have gone pretty similarly. Uh, uh, Chiefs winning basically. Yeah. Then uh, w- even with Cam in there, got to remember that one of those interceptions was on Edelman. It was not on the quarterback. Right. That I was mean, the pick six. And that's why I think Brian and I we've been banging this drum for a while is that we think there should be a stat of interceptions that's not applied to the quarterback in situations like that. Do, do, do. Hear that? That's us banging that drum. That's right. We bang that drum all, all the time. But yes, there, there are situations all the time where it bounces out of the... I mean, just look at that Julian Edelman like yeah. thing. Easily catchable ball, but he just let it pop out of his hands and Tyron Ty- Matthew took it for a pick six. I would say any time where the ball touches the receiver first before an intercept, like it doesn't touch a lineman's hand or anything like right. that, should be uh, not attributed to the quarterback. I would agree. Um, so yeah, so Chiefs-Patriots, that was a insane game uh the chiefs defense and this is what brought me i I I talked to brian before the show started in now that we're like four weeks into the season and we are kind of getting all the teams clicking on all gears for the most part we're kind of looking and seeing where all the teams are you know what i mean in in the grand scheme of things and what they're going to be for the rest of the season um the chiefs defense is second in the league in points allowed they're averaging 20 points a game which is incredible um, especially against a you know a Deshaun Watson led team, a Lamar Jackson led Baltimore Ravens team, and as well as the Patriots who were always going to field a, a fine football team no matter who's playing quarterback. Even though you have Brian Hoyer and Jarrett Stidham, who I don't think is a real person, Stidham um, out there playing playing football. So basically, you know, now that we're four weeks in, you know, I, I kind of talked to Brian about let's talk about just real fast. What are your top five? teams in the nfl right now who would you say number one is chiefs obviously that's that's a given in my opinion uh, no reigning super bowl champion has ever gone four and the following season and the chiefs have the record they're four seasons in a, for four and oh so yep. there you go. uh I, I in my opinion i think the packers are more complete than the seahawks right now i would agree with that i think the packers have a better defense even though it's still not good than the seahawks yeah uh, I, yeah, it, w- it would look a lot like the Rams Chiefs from two years ago. Right. If right. they played or right. when they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put the Seahawks in third place. Right. I, I would. So far, we're agreeing on top three. And then it gets a little murky, you know, because I still am not 100% sure on the Bills and Ravens where to put each of them. Right. I would say that the Bills have, if as we show, if you can shut down Lamar's running, Right. They have a hard time, and I don't think anyone has shown that against the Bills, and that's why I would put them at four. Right. I would agree with that. I think the Bills are, are, are four, then I think even though the, the Ravens, again, they're not good against the Chiefs, and I think that's a that's a mixture of 
the Chiefs are just a better football team. Yep. And we match up very well with the Ra- with the Ravens and the type of offense they they have. Um, and yeah, so I would I would also say our top five is basically the same. Um, I also want to talk about just real fast. Um, we're not going to recap many games from last week because I think as we we we're going to dive more into some stats and stuff like that here in a second. I would say if you're listening to this podcast, you probably watched a couple of the games <laughs> over the weekend, so you're familiar with what's going on. So basically, knowing that and knowing what teams are, you know, four and zero and do really well, things like that. I just want to show you know whenever we did our whole breakdown at the start you know, through the summer and things like that of, you know, teams, we use a stat, a statistic called DVOA, which basically means how efficient are you on both sides of the ball? And there's also an overall team rating. Um, look at that top five of uh, offenses in the league right now. Green Bay is number one. They're the, they're the most efficient statistic, statistic, statistic. <laughs> You're so close. I know. They're most efficient. <laughs> yes. Just change the word. Statistically in the league on offense green Bay. Uh, by a pretty wide margin, right. honestly. And then you have the LA Rams who, yeah, they move the ball very well. You have the CLC Hawks, number three, KC is number four and Buffalo is number five. And I noticed that, uh, uh, both KC and Buffalo are moving up. And let me show you something really interesting. You scroll down and who is at number 11, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens are the 11th most efficient offense in the league. And I noticed that New England up until this week was four. They were four last week. Now they're 17, yes. which I think big, that's... Big, big drop. So that's part of Cam being gone. I, I think I would agree with that because whenever you had to start Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham, it's, 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 a, it's rough pumpkins out there. But I, I think this is an interesting metric because, you know, I think last year in 2019, through, you know, all weeks of the season, through uh, 17 weeks of the season, the Ravens were the most efficient, best offense in the league, basically. They lost two games. They lost two games. And now you were looking at through these first few games, Ravens aren't scoring as many points. They don't look as good. Um, I mean, Chiefs made Lamar Jackson. Did you know uh, there's a stat called EPA, which is expected points per attempt or something like that? And it was more, it was more better. It was better for the Ravens to keep Lamar Jackson on the sideline to get out there than to get out there and pass the football. Wow. They could have just said all three downs, we could have done something, or all four downs, just done something totally different rather than have Lamar Jackson throw the football. Just direct snap to Mark Ingram. Yeah, he was negative for pass for passing Yikes. in EPA. Um, so then on the flip side of that, let's look at top five defenses in DVOA. The Indianapolis Colts are the number one most efficient defense in the NFL. Well, look, can I ask you where you think now, again, these are our nerd stats, so a bunch <laughs> of nerds behind their computers are putting these together, not the right, right. not the boots on the ground. I was going to say, yeah, just just off the top of your head, who would you have said would, would be the best defense in the NFL? I would have said Pittsburgh, and I see they're number three. They are number three. Tampa uh, Bay is number two, and Pittsburgh is number three. Washington, which I had talked about, I think, last week leading up to the first two or three weeks of the season, Washington was actually number one. Yep. Uh, but because they ran into the, the Ravens they, and gave up 30 points, it was a little bad. Kansas City Chiefs are number five defense right now. And I only see one team in the top five of both of those categories. Right. So then you have Baltimore at number nine. You scroll down a little bit further, and you have uh, the Seattle. Seattle number tw- at 21. Yep. Green Bay at 26. Interesting. So this I is did just, see the Rams. They were middle of the road, about 15 or right. 16. Right, and then Buffalo is down there at number 22 defense as well. So, that so this is just a – I think this – and this is what got me kind of thinking about top five teams and 
and then actually breaking down what their offenses defenses look like. Real quick, is this is this a uh, added up throughout, or is it just week to week? It's it's through the it's through the four, so through it, the it takes all four weeks into yep. account, mm-hmm. and it just shows where they were last and it, week. It's, it updates yeah after every game okay. of the of the week. You know. What okay. I mean? so, so okay. So think about this: the top team in the league is easily the Chiefs, who have a top five defense and offense as of right now. Yeah. Number two, we said, is Green Bay. Green Bay, one of the worst offenses. has defenses. one of the worst has one of the best offenses, but one of the worst defenses. Now, <laughs> just for example, I think you know I was very high on the Saints coming into this year because I did not expect Michael Thomas to 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 go down with an injury. I didn't expect a lot of the other things to happen with their their defense just kind of look like in shambles, things like that. Now I'm kind of thinking, especially through the first four weeks of the season, if I were to say right now, I think it would be a Green Bay Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. I would love that. That's essentially I think. Because I think basically Allstate it, would love that. I think Allstate would love that. Because I think right now, if you were to have um uh Green Bay and Seattle meet up, I think Green Bay would take the edge over that over that over that team, over that game. Yeah. I and, agree. and I think it's a fascinating look at like how their defenses and offenses pair up and things like that. And it's really, really interesting. So um, Russ is playing lights out, but Aaron Rodgers right now is making insane throws look effortless. He cannot lose right now. (laughs) Whereas like you look at a, just, I mean, just a couple weeks ago with the, the Patriots played a tough game against the Seattle Seahawks, almost lost on a goal line stand, which is great for the Seattle Seahawks. Looked really weird and really bad against the Miami Dolphins, which could be yeah. that it was a short week. You know, they played, you know, everything like that. So just just a weird time. So I don't I don't know what was going on with all that. Um, I don't know. But then you look at the Green Bay Packers, man, and they just light up the scoreboard no matter who they're playing, you know. Yep. So uh, kind of makes you it does make you a little bit scared if it ends up in a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl. But I think that would be one of the greatest Super Bowls. In I history. think it'd be a fun Super Bowl. Rodgers and Mahomes. It's like it really it would be people love saying it when Mahomes is on the field, the changing <laughs> of the guard. Right. But I think it would be one of those times where it's right. Could be. And then uh, so basically just uh, and then a quick update through just like standings and stuff like that. Um, Buffalo is leading in the East. Uh, Pittsburgh, even though they haven't played, <laughs> even though they had to uh, have a game postponed, they're technically leading the North just because um, bu- uh, Baltimore has a loss. Cleveland Browns are tied, well, because they lost against the Ravens in, the, in week one. They're technically in third place with a 3-1 and record. So I'm curious how the Browns are going to play going forward since they lit up the Dallas Cowboys. They did. They almost put 50 points on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's, that's an indictment on Dallas. That's crazy. Um, in the South, you have Tennessee in first place, even though, again, they had a game canceled. Indianapolis is 3-1, and one, so that's, that's something to watch out for. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, of course, are 4-0. and uh, Then you have, in second place, limping along as 2-2 two and two, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, who we'll talk about the game here in a second. In the NFC East, your number one team right now is the Philadelphia Eagles at 1-2-1. and one. Jesus. Washington football team is in second place at 1-3. Dallas Cowboys are one and three in third place. Giants are zero and four, bringing up the bottom of the NF- NF- NFC East. Odell Beckham has more touchdowns than the Giants team. Yeah, which is crazy. NFC North, of course, you have the Green Bay Packers, uh, Chicago Bears, who have gotten very lucky through the season. I think their luck has run out because 
Even though I, I like Nick Foles off the bench, he is not the man you put in to lead your whole team for the entire season. Nope, just the one game. Um, so now, yeah. And then you have Tampa Buccaneers in the south. Um, even though the Panthers are looking more competitive than I thought they would. And then I think New Orleans Saints are going to start figuring it out through four weeks of the season. Then lastly, in the NFC West, you have the Seattle Seahawks at 4-0. A couple of close games the past two weeks. And then LA Rams at 3-1. And, and of course, you have the Arizona Cardinals who had a blown game uh they went they're two and two now uh san francisco 49ers are also two and two so just kind of just a mini little update oh kind of almost a quarter way through the season so just kind of giving just giving the folks you know just a little bit of a just interesting stuff going on in the NFL yeah. right now yeah so moving on to picks and predictions for week five of the nfl which is amazing to see uh as an update last week uh i went 12 and three bry guy went 11 four we don't need to do this. Brings us up to a, I think we do. I think this brings us to a total of thirty-five and eleven for me, and thirty-one and fifteen for Bry guys. So everything everything's doing okay. We're you know we're above thirty. So that's that's a positive. Yeah, man. I'm actually blown away that we gotten so many picks right. So that's pretty exciting. We are. We're an exciting bunch of guys. <laughs> you know, we're we're excitable too. All right. So first up, we have our Thursday night game, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh. playing the Chicago. Bears. Yeah, their luck has run out. Tampa Bay takes that one. Yeah, that's going to be a big win for Tampa Bay there. Did you know that Carolina has one of the best corners in the league right now, statistically? I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's only allowed like 85 yards total. Which is insane. Yeah. Absolute insanity. Um, which is crazy because, and again, I brought this up jokingly to Brian, but I, depending on how this game goes, which I think Carolina is going to beat the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. I kind of think whenever you let Teddy Bridgewater lead that offense and take the pressure off C-Mac, that, they look better. Like, well, they have to take the pressure off C-Mac because he's on the sidelines. He's on the sidelines. <laughs> but whenever you don't let that offense yes. revolve around C-Mac, that offense looks really good, yeah. surprisingly. With guys, I have Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel or That something. other guy. Yeah. The guy <laughs> was wondering what that bear was doing in their stadium. <laughs> Another guy looked at him and went, you mean the Panther? It's pretty good. So I think Carolina is going to win that game against the Falcons. I agree with you. Um, I think the Falcons are kind of... They're just they're they're a tough team to watch right now. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Buffalo Bills playing the Tennessee Titans. This game I think is going to be a lot of fun. Hope it happens. Um, I hope it happens. Tennis, have Tennessee tested. zero COVID tests as of this recording or zero positives. No positives. So. When the last how many days though? Uh, I think two, I think I don't th- I think they had one yesterday on Sunday or Jeez. two on Sunday. They need to have another one as whenever this recording is out. So on oh, Tuesday. Boy. So we'll see. We'll see if that game happens. I think a couple weeks like oh, this this much time off and not being around each other. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to play are going to take yeah, this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, even if Tennessee was the better team. Right. And I but because I love J- Josh Allen is chaos personified and I love it and I He's I'm been here on fire the last couple weeks though. Yes, he's a lot of fun to watch because he'll make a great throw then turn around and go, "I don't know what he's why he's doing that." Yeah. But he's a ton of fun to watch. That Bills team is 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 fun. Then we have the Las Vegas Raiders playing our Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win this one. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, their defense is one of the worst in the league at 30th. Um, they are bad against the pass. They're bad against the rush um, because of a multitude of injuries and a lot of guys who just, they look lost out there. They look really bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win. It, it has the, the makings of a trap game, one of those games where you're worried more about the people behind and the people in front what, of this team. I would totally agree with you. What, what really worries me, is the fact that we we play Las Vegas, luckily here, so we don't have to travel, but we do have to travel to Buffalo to play Buffalo on that Thursday night game next week. Yeah. What worries me is that of all the games that I foresee in the near future, which, you know, uh, for the Chiefs, 
I could see us losing to the Bills just because it's such a short week. I and again, even if honestly, even if it wasn't a short week, I would still. It's one of those yep. check marks on my on my schedule. Right, so, right. but yeah, I agree with you. The short week isn't going to do anyone any favors. So I'm, I'm 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 as of right now, I'm very worried about the Bills game in in. 10 days and this is why days. this is why it's a trap game because right. we shouldn't be thinking about the bills yet i know we should be worried about the dumbass readers good thing we're not on the team they hate hate them um then we have the arizona cardinals playing the new york jets i'm going with the cardinals for this one because the jets are just easily the worst team in the league so. same mark me down thank you uh then we have the philadelphia eagles playing the pittsburgh steelers um again i don't trust carson wentz that team just looks really really bad i'm going with the steelers to uh, get a win in that t- in that in that in that game. I agree. <laughs> I don't. Thank you. I know there's not much to say. Like sometimes it's just it is what it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, then we have the Los Angeles Rams playing the Washington football team. Yeah, as much as I want to say the Washington football team will win, yeah. uh, Chase Young was hurt. He might still be out. I don't know. It's a good question. I, yeah, I don't think we've practice. heard anything yet. So uh, I, I think the Rams are are good enough offensively to at least hold their own and right. the. And they're pretty. Uh, they got Donald back there, and I think he's going to cause some. I was going to say, I think Dwayne Haskins looked okay against the Ravens. They just the the big issue with the against the Ravens with the football team is that they were just they just couldn't finish drives. They moved the ball really well against the Ravens. They yeah. just couldn't finish drives. And then of course they had a terrible fumble like in uh, on, to get the uh, the Ravens good field position and put them down seven ten points or something like that. So. And again, this I think this is one of those games where I think if. Uh, Washington football team wins. I think both of us will kind of look at each other and say, well, yeah. I mean, so it could go either way. But uh, both of us have the Rams. And then after that, we have Cincinnati at Baltimore. Yeah. Good division game. Uh, our boy Joey, Joey B's coming off his first win, yeah. which is very exciting. Um, I, I mean, I love Joey. I love Joe Burrow, but I just think. Against the Ravens, that's a, that's a bad matchup. Will you bring up the, de- the, the nerd defense stat for the Bengals? I'd like to see where they are. Just sixteenth. Uh, I mean, middle of the road. They are terrible against the rush. Yeah, you're probably not going to stop <laughs> the Ravens team. I'm going to go with the Ravens. On yeah, this one. I too. I'm going to go with the, Ra- the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to have another good year. Uh, I think like, they are. I think win ne- wise. I think the next time they play the Browns, which is late in the season, they they might lose against the Browns. Yep. I uh, I think with against the Steelers, it's just a total coin flip. I think. Because again, the Steelers played them to overtime last year and almost took a game away from that in that game, and then played them really well in the next game without a quarterback. So now that they have Ben Roethlisberger back, I'm I'm very curious what that what that what that's going to look like. Yeah. So uh, I would not be surprised if whenever the the next whenever the Steelers and, and Ravens play, probably picking Steelers. Interesting. But, um, then we have Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Houston Texans, who now have Romeo Cornell as their interim head coach. You know, I'm going Texans here. I, I think the Texans are primed. This is this is a good game to come out of the Bill O'Brien era. You, era. You're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, even though I, I love Gardner Minshew, that team is just, they don't have it. So I think this is a good, hey, we're going to buckle down. We, ha- we have the, the bad dead weight off of us now. Players love Romeo, too. He does, man. He, yeah, they do. Um, then we have the Miami Dolphins playing the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I am going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, one of us is, I'm going to have, I got to pick different from you somewhere, but it's not going to be this one. You know, I thought about maybe picking the, the, the Dolphins, but I think, again, you know, even though Mullins for the uh, 49ers, their backup quarterback, tried to throw the game away, they put CJ Berthard, Beathard out in there at QB. Sure, man. And drove down the field and excelled in Shanahan's offense. Again, I think a lot of San Francisco's 
offensive success is because of Kyle Shanahan, not because of yeah. the pieces, essentially. Yeah, I mean, with Kittle and the running backs they have, right. I, it helps a little bit. But Then we have the Indianapolis Colts playing the Cleveland Browns. <sighs> Who are you picking? I'm going to go with the Browns. All right, then I'm going to go with the Colts because this okay. is a toss-up and I just need to gain some ground on you at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sure that Rivers is going to continue his trend of throwing away the game at the end of the game. Right. I, I think the way, especially if you look at how that Cowboys game went, I mean, the Browns are primed to do a lot, even though Indianapolis's defense is is pretty good. Um, but I think I think this would be a fun game to watch. I hope we can. I hope we're able to. Yeah, watch I hope this it's one. on the television. Then we have a. Oof. Then we have the New York Giants playing the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys yeah, next. Going to pick the old Cowboys here. Uh, then we have the Denver Broncos playing the New England Patriots. Who knows if Cam's going to be back? Uh, he, I don't think he can. Uh, be. I th- yeah, that's what. Um, in the telecast last night with Romo and Jim Nance, who just seemed like they really didn't want to be there. It feels like they were having like a girls' night with they, wine they and were. cheese it was so and just weird. fucking just talking. This just hanging out. Uh, they mentioned. I mean, and they they were they were curious about like, oh, if I was Cam, I'd just come back and blah. It's like, well, I don't think he can technically. Yeah, he can't just choose to come can't back. Can't just come back. So I I, I don't think I am gonna predict that it's gonna be Jared Stidham starting for the New England Patriots because why you would trot out Brian Hoyer again after what happened? No, I would not do that. Um, I'm gonna pick the the Patriots just because I think um new uh, Stidham had a couple good passes even though the the Chiefs defense was was pretty great all night. Um, as well as, I mean, the the Patriots defense is going to play well to whoever they play against. Yeah. And I think um, as of right now, the Denver Broncos are starting Brett Ripon. Ripon? Wow. Who didn't look bad, but that was against the uh, New York Jets. Well, so. <laughs> and also if it was his first, you know, his first game, you got to let him right. ripen up a little yeah, bit. You're <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ultimately going to come down to the Patriots. Yeah, me too. That's fine. And then we have the Minnesota Vikings playing the Seattle Seahawks. A lot of bad, a lot of bad uh, primetime football. This is yeah, this is Sunday night football right here. Yes, yeah, I mean Seahawks are going to win that, unless for some, unless some way Minnesota decides to show up offensively. Right. I think the Seahawks can win that shootout if it becomes a shootout. Uh, I, I would agree with you, and it, it, it and again, it's so hard to predict this team because it's like, who knows. Which team for the Vikings are going to show up? Is it going to be the Vikings who threw three three interceptions against the Colts and only scored nine points, or is it going to be the team who like bombed it out against the Packers and couldn't keep up with a you know 40, 40 point output? But well, that's what I think is exactly going to happen here with the Seahawks. I think so because if you look at real fast uh, the Vikings game from last week when they played the Texans, um, their offense looked good. Dalvin Cook rushed for one hundred thirty yards, had two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins was pretty damn efficient with 260 yards and uh, one touchdown. Um, Adam Thielen, your boy, had 114 yards and a touchdown. So oh, I mean, he's their only pass catcher <laughs> now. Basically. Um, I'm curious real fast. I think, yeah, Seattle is actually pretty good against the rush. They're terrible against the pass. Um, I think this ultimately comes down with what team decides to come up and how efficient my uh, Minnesota is at moving the football. But ultimately, I'm going to come down to the Seahawks, I think. Yep. Yep. I almost talked myself into the Vikings, and I was like, nah. I wish you would have. I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to get rolling as well. The Monday Night Football is the Los Angeles Chargers playing the New Orleans Saints. You know, again, again, the Chargers have not looked terrible with what's-his-face Herbert. Justin Herbert actually looks pretty good. He just was struck by Tom Brady's comeback ability throwing five touchdowns in a game. Yeah. Um, 
as well as um, New Orleans defense actually isn't that bad and they're pretty good. I mean, even though they shoot themselves in the foot constantly with penalties, that's the biggest issue with the, with the Saints defense right now. Their defense could be pretty good if they just didn't give up so many penalties. That was one of the big things that that's one of the main reasons they lost against the Raiders, David Jennon, is because of the penalties that they had. It's not talent. It's strictly the penalties they, they give up. Um, but I'm going with the, the Saints on this one. I think even though Justin Herbert looks pretty good, I think the Saints are just... I'm going to probably roll with the Saints in most situations anyway. But Yeah, I mean, that's the smart money. But again, oh buddy, I got to gain it? some ground. Either you know, I got to go down in a blaze of glory, and I'm just going to start picking upsets every week. That's I mean, it's going to happen. There are going to be some. I mean, much like we've seen, there are going to be times when teams just have a bad game. I mean, Seattle almost lost against the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, sometimes teams are just going to play poorly. You know, so it might be your week. It might not be your week. But, but yeah. So, well, hope you enjoyed our week four of football talk, and I'm looking forward to week five. God willing, it happens with. COVID and everything don't you going start on in the world don't you start because <laughs> you brought i think your if your predictions keep coming true you need to start predicting positive predictions things like the chiefs will win the super bowl that's that's a good start now let's bring it a little more local like a, oh. a windfall of cash finds yeah, both of us yeah you know some stuff like that okay, okay just start doing that I'll, I'll see what i can do yeah poke, poke that on your dream board and then <laughs> Then we'll see what happens. Uh, hey, if you liked uh, what you heard, we have a non-sports version that's got more bits. And if you want to know what a bit is, listen to you Debates need, on Tap. You have to listen to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, that comes out every other Monday. Uh, we just had an episode this past Monday, so go check it out. Um, and then, of course, and another thing hosted by, again, all three of us, because we are missing our boy Pork Cheek. Uh, he's right. with us on every other show. Uh, those come out, and another thing comes out every Friday. Uh, and then we've got... Uh, here at the, the we're in spooky times, so That's right. at the end of the month and during the week of Halloween, we will have a marathon of episodes five in a row. That's right, uh, with special guests. Yeah. You may you may have heard of them before, so possibly you have to tune in and find, find out some old are. old friends, some new friends. You know who knows? It's fun. That's right. That's the biggest thing. Uh, <laughs> email us your you know predictions. Who what you think we get wrong about things we say? We say a lot of shit. We on We say here, a so. lot of crazy shit. And also, if you have, ever have any questions that you want the experts, oh mailbag, you know we could run. A we team. could we could definitely do that. We give us a team. We'll, we'll run it. Yeah, you got questions? Send them over to uh, debatesonfans at gmail dot com. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can just send us some tweets at debates on tap, uh, and then you can find pictures and and info on some episodes at debates on pictures at on instagram that's right thanks and for then, hey wait wait sorry. wait sorry subscribe you know that's right tell your football friends yeah if they don't have enough football in their life let them know and they need more pork cheek <laughs> thanks for listening go chiefs